0: So I have a note about last week's episode. We have a bit of a, uh, or a redaction to make.
1: Oh, do we?
0: A mea culpa. Hey, ooh. Uh, it, it is is, is that fact, Latin?
1: Yeah. Oh, d- shit, I can't speak Latin.
0: Yeah, neither can I. But that's not what this is about. We actually have to, uh, denounce comments that we have previously made. Oh, already? It It is, yeah, surprisingly. It is, in fact, not cool or good to call your grandma a thought or a pog.
1: Well, my grandma's dead. <laughs> so I'm clear. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, uh, on behalf of the, the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour podcast, uh, I am redacting and denouncing all statements regarding uh, making advances towards your or any grandmother. Uh, that was on... The advice of our agents and consultants over at McKinsey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who we have since fired.
1: Yeah, we um we've uh, consulted with our consultants, and they consulted us to, um, in fact, denounce those previous comments as well as run for president. Yep. So, so uh, you you'll can look for us on the ballot in California, uh, uh North Carolina, South Carolina both of right. them why not both of them absolutely hell yeah kings um well that's fun
0: yeah i mean great the start. reviews
1: have been overwhelmingly negative and we absolutely love to see it yeah
0: i think it's good actually
1: my favorite I my favorite review was Kyle Sherry started a podcast well there goes the medium
0: yeah let me find that one
1: who tweeted that uh
0: my friend jonah did
1: Jonah, shout out to Jonah for being correct. you love to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, here we go. Literally within half an hour of the podcast going up, they wrote, Kyle Sherry started a podcast. Time to throw the entirety of podcasting in the garbage. It was a good run, y'all. Sorry <laughs> to see it go. It. That's
1: right. They, they really did get your ass. I would
0: have I would have stayed in the nutsack if I knew it was going to be days like this.
1: <laughs> I think the overwhelmingly uh, the overwhelmingly uh, negative response it can be summed up with that sucked. Hell yeah, King.
0: I really hate that you're doing
1: that. Still, honestly, Kyle, I hate that you hate it. Yeah, well. Well, if there's one thing help. I know, Kyle, if there's one thing I know: it's that I'll never call you a pog. Thank you. Because. You don't have a you don't have cake. I'd say you have a bran muffin.
0: Yeesh, that's kind of <laughs> rude.
1: Would you disagree though?
0: I mean, no, but still.
1: <laughs> Just cause it's right. true doesn't make it uh, nice, as they say.
0: Yeah. Who who's they that says it? Because you know, I, I
1: don't. The yeah, all right. Shut up, Kyle.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's 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 do an intro. Welcome to episode two. That's number two of the Failstone Tragedy Hour podcast. I'm Kyle Sherry. I'm Tim Brenner. And uh, we're still doing this,
1: <laughs> unfortunately. No despite, episode number two, and uh, you know, no, probably the shittiest episode yet.
0: We are back, despite popular demand.
1: Hell yeah, kings.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, Kyle. So, how's your day going? It's going okay. I cleaned out my room today. Ooh,
1: did you find anything fun?
0: Uh, I found an old lockbox that I uh, haven't touched since I was about nine.
1: Ooh, do you have the key?
0: Yeah, we opened it today. Ooh, we what was did our it? own little, we did our own little unboxing video and found uh, a broken pair of glasses from uh, 2006 New Year's Day.
1: Fucking nerd.
0: Yeah, it rocked. Uh, found a whole bunch of just. I, I was an awful, nasty little hoarder, this is what it was. <laughs> I
1: thought you were gonna say I was a nasty little, little whore.
0: No, we're we're moving away from the sexually charged comments oh. on this podcast
1: in true, failure. fashion.
0: Yeah. Well, I, f- I just found a whole bunch of just garbage. Yeah. Yeah. A few nice things, but Ooh. uh, I found uh, Harry Potter silly bands from when Get I went to out. Universal Studios. Yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> um, I found a, I found an unopened, uh, thing of cards from the 2009 New York Mets team. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Haven't opened those yet. Good find. Yeah. Gonna make a little money off that. Just kidding.
1: Yeah, because nobody gives a shit about the Mets. Shut up! Hey, what did we Sh- say earlier? It's funny because it's true.
0: Well, I also said shut up, Tim, earlier, and that's also true.
1: Oh damn!
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> shouts out for for actually making that,
1: dude. Honestly, I um, when I put my mind to something, uh, yeah, no matter how good or how bad it is on the, uh, this time around, it's bad. This time, ta- it's very bad. Um. Yes, I'll but
0: also every other time it's bad.
1: <laughs> that is true. The, the I think the worst one is Wait, what? that's terrible. Y-
0: yeah, I really don't like that one. Yeah,
1: I mean every time I hit Wait, what? I think like a piece of your soul dies and uh a piece of mine gets stronger. Yeah, that's
0: probably true. Uh it's
1: like a reverse four crux.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But, yeah, I found a bunch of useless garbage and trash in my, That's in my room that I got rid of. Took me about, took us about two, three hours. So that was great.
1: Nice. And how do you yeah. feel afterwards? Do you feel uh, refreshed? Do you feel decluttered and de-stressed?
0: I mean, the room has been completely emptied out because my mom is going to paint it.
1: Ooh. Yeah. What color are you going, going
0: with? Well, we had it light blue. To signify that it was indeed the boys' room.
1: Oh hell yeah, the boys. Yeah, but
0: now it's uh gonna be gray. Nice. To match our nice
1: to match your color. soul, Kyle. That's right. Hell yeah. So Yeah. yeah I cleaned about, out my what, room what, too. Oh yeah? Yeah, I didn't find anything cool though, just some like religious stuff. Oh, ew. <laughs> oh, whoa, Kyle getting religious on the podcast. Ew. Um, no, I just found some like first communion shit. And then uh, uh, a few coins, which is fun. I found my I, I found my Garfield plush that Ryan Pacheco gave me. Shout out Ryan Pacheco. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's Garfield, and he has a crown on. It's from Garfield 2, The Tale of Two Kitties. Tight. Kyle, what's that your what's your favorite Garfield moment?
0: <laughs> the one where uh, John drank a mug of dog. <laughs>
1: My favorite Garfield moment, this happens in the first episode of the Garfield animated series that is uh, available to stream on Netflix. Um, It's Garfield's birthday, and uh, he's eating, and John films him having lasagna, and uh, uh, John imports the footage to his preferred editing software and goes, wow, I've finally done it. I have 16 hours of Garfield eating lasagna, and I have never, Kyle... Never not once in my life wanted to watch something more. Mm. Imagine that. Yeah. Sixteen hours of Garfield eating lasagna. And absolutely
0: I mean, hating Mondays. Well, I found something very similar on Blacked.com.
1: Pussy Eats Lasagna. <laughs> whoa, Kyle. whoa. But it was only
0: but it was only like 30 minutes long. Oh. Instead of 16 hours.
1: That's not that's not comparable.
0: And I didn't come once.
1: God damn it, you hate to see it happen. Yeah, well, oh well. Oh hey, well. Hey, remember
0: at the beginning of the episode how we said we were going to stay away from sexually charged comments? Hey,
1: you said that. You said that, yeah, not me.
0: Yeah, well, well I, I wasn't telling you the truth.
1: Kyle, this is my second podcast. Um, As in, I've been doing one for a while. I have no shame about my public image anymore.
0: Okay, that's cool. It's very wait until, fun. Wait until you run for office or something.
1: Dude, as soon as I turn 35, I'm running as a joke, and I cannot wait to win. Yeah. You're yeah. going to win. I'm going to win. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Imagine me on the debate stage when everyone's fucking yelling at each other and me just, like, literally, I'm going to have a Garfield tie-on to signify my independence of uh the, the two-party system. And um, I'm going to, you know, chime in while um, a cryogenically frozen Bernie Sanders and a somehow... Younger looking Pete Buttigieg uh, will be yelling at each other. And I will just be like, guys, this sucks shit. And then everyone's going to applaud.
0: And then you'll be elected president.
1: It's how it works. Yeah. It's essentially how DJT got it.
0: Mm. If I ran for president, I would run on one platform.
1: And what would that be? That that
0: would be Dudes Rock.
1: (laughs) Whoa, bold stance. Yeah, that's it. Now, that is
0: my single unwavering uh, policy point.
1: I feel like your uh, um, your campaign slogan will be, um, what is it? All women are queens. If she breathes, she's a thought.
0: I mean, those are two completely contradicting statements.
1: Yeah, but somehow you'll make both work for you. Yeah. I, I have faith in you.
0: Oh, thank you. I got you, dude. You have I got you. Dude. More faith. You have more faith in me than I do.
1: Dude, honestly, someone's got to pull pull the slack. That's,
0: that's very true.
1: If if I'm not doing it, then nobody's doing it. Mm, that's right. No one cares about me. I mean, listen, I have to out of moral obligation because if if you go to the show, <laughs> the show, the show goes with it.
0: As a uh, this is a business transaction. This is not a friendship.
1: No, I mean, listen. If I mean, listen. Worst case scenario, you kill yourself. And me and you have a suicide pact. Oh yeah, that's true. We have yeah, a suicide so. pact. So if you go, I I need to support you because if you go, I go. And I don't want to go yet. Surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. Surprisingly, I'm actually okay. For now. Yeah, for now. I mean, that's always that's always a uh, uh, in the footnotes. Mm-hmm. Kyle, for now. So, for now. Yep. But yeah, I, dude, if I'm not there to kiss your feety weedies and scratch your toesy-woesies, no one's going to do it. I mean, yes, but
0: (laughs) I would kind of prefer it that way.
1: Even the Lone Ranger Uh needs his Tonto. Tell me I'm wrong, Kyle.
0: I mean, I'm not getting my feet touched.
1: Okay, I don't have to touch your feet.
0: Good, thank you. Because then I would kill myself.
1: <laughs> oh, whoa. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to
1: stay away from the Tarantino zone.
0: No footplay here.
1: This isn't Kill Bill.
0: This is a podcast uh, that does not support foot fetishes.
1: Right, I think there are three things we don't support horny talk on Maine. Right? Too late. T- yeah, too late for that one. I mean, we yep. don't support it, but we accidentally fall into it. Mm-hmm. The second thing is fur- a bit. Yeah, as a bit. The second thing mm-hmm. is furries.
0: Oh yeah, no, absolutely not.
1: And the third thing is footplay.
0: Yep, we do king shame here.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think everyone needs it to king shame. Everyone needs a little king, king shamey. Because mm-hmm. if you don't feel shame about it, then it's normal and it's not a fetish.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because I it, mean, it's people fair, like was, us
1: who hold the universe in balance. Mm. That's my fair, take. Was,
0: I was raised Catholic, so everything I do is informed by a deep sense of shame. But
1: uh Me too. That's a fair point. I mean listen, premarital sex. Fetish. I'm coming mm-hmm. out as no, okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me back that one up.
0: Hold on a minute. Hold
1: on. I'm coming out in favor of looking at premarital sex as a fetish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, premarital sex, fetish. Uh giving your girlfriend raspberries.
1: Fetish. (laughs) As the Uh, Catholics so vehemently argue against.
0: Using your significant other as a therapist. Fetish.
1: Fetish. You go to therapy, Kyle? Nope. I I do. It rocks. That's my campaign slogan. You got dudes rocks. Mine is therapy rocks.
0: Yeah. Maybe I should. I mean, I've been thinking about it, but it's a time thing. It's a money thing. That's fair, yo.
1: I also and want to go rollerblading.
0: Do you, does that have to do with therapy?
1: It is a form of therapy. Yeah. Alright.
0: I mean it's a little cold out to do
1: essentially anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I went outside today and went fuck this and went back inside, played Batman Arkham Asylum.
0: I uh I had work at the movie theater the other day and on Thursdays you uh have to go out and switch the sign. Oh. And it's one where it's one where it's like you got to replace letters. So my boss and I went out and we're taking some titles down, adding some and mm-hmm. like it was so cold and windy and we were on this rickety ladder. Sure. Like we had to like just brace for impact sometimes because mm-hmm. it was so so, so windy. windy. Yeah. It sucked. Um I would I would not recommend it
1: what's been your favorite movie of 2020 um mine has been Sonic
0: uh I've only seen three
1: one of them being Sonic
0: one of them being Sonic which I did not like
1: why didn't you like it Kyle
0: well I mean I didn't not like it so much as it just wasn't for me explain it's a it's a kids movie for one
1: it's uh, pretty very, much true, it. very true very
0: true and you know I uh, I like to think I'm I'm not a child.
1: See, that's where we differ. I'm a yeah. perpetual child. When Sonic flossed, I sank in my seat and proceeded to applaud until mm. my hands bled. I uh, I just think, you know, it was far better than it should have been.
0: Oh, yeah. Any, any right to be. Uh, I honestly, though, think... Uh, I honestly think my enjoyment of the film would have been... That much more if it was the original fucked up version. Dude,
1: I think we need that cut. We need that cut of the movie. Mm-hmm. Get back to work. Get back to work. Dude, take that studio out of bankruptcy. That VFX studio. Finish it. Finish the job. Finish
0: it, motherfucker. <laughs> I want to see... F- <sighs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, Jim Carrey was good.
1: Oh, he was He great. was the
0: only one who was like, oh, this movie's ridiculous. I'm going oh, rid- to yeah. be ridiculous,
1: too. James Marsden being the, a handsome character actor.
0: Yeah, I think he needs a fire agent.
1: Dude, I mean, listen, this is the second movie he's driven around a CGI character, the first of which being Hop. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's got to stay on course. Yeah, well. One of these days, it's going to win an Oscar. I hope not. <laughs> when the Bubonic Play comes back for round two... The only thing we'll have as entertainment is um, James Marsden driving around a furry CGI character. Mm. What did I say about
0: furries, Tim? <sighs> You're right. I'm shit. Mm. Shit. Well, the other two movies I saw this year so far are *The Gentleman, which was okay. The Sky Ritchie movie. Oh, okay. You know? It's where really like, oi, bro, we'll go to gun. Oi, bro, you fucking what? Give me your drugs that and birds of prey which i actually really enjoyed. That that, that movie seemed good. So i, I see i i'd say my top movie of the year so far is Birds of Prey. So congrats that to congrats to feminism.
1: <laughs> they really needed the endorsement from you Kyle.
0: Con, congrats to women who are queens and congrats <laughs> to congrats to cinema.
1: <laughs> congrats to cinnamon. That's what cinnamon? i say. Yeah. Yeah. All That's right. That's what i say. Um, uh, what's your favorite video game, Kyle?
0: Uh, I really don't play video games anymore.
1: Dude, my favorite video game is Batman Arkham City, and that's how I'm tying it in, is the, the talk of Harley Quinn. That's how I, oh. uh, that, That's that's how I'm reeling this back into uh, reality. Okay. Dude, that game rocks. I've heard it's really good. I, Dude, you should I, play it. The first two games are 20 bucks on the Xbox Live Marketplace. Tim,
0: I don't have an Xbox. The farthest I've gotten video game wise is the Wii, the original Wii.
1: That's a good system. Yeah, it's fun. Dude, you, did you ever have that Wii Wii uh, fitness mat pad thing? Yeah, that thing's cool. That thing's that thing rocked. Yeah, it was I very Hula hoop. Neat. Yeah. Yeah, it rocked. Dude, Wii bowling got competitive. It did. It really did. I'm better at,
0: I'm better at wee bowling than I am real bowling.
1: Dude, I'm better at um wee tennis than I am at actual tennis. And I played tennis for 4 years in high school, guy.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh I played tennis for never.
1: Dude, I was so bad at it that on the last day of uh uh tennis my senior year in high school, my coach looked at me and said, "Mr. Brenner, please never pick up a racket again." Heh. <laughs> That was the and I and I looked him in the, I looked him dead in the eyes and said you you won't need to worry about that.
0: Press the button, Tim. It. There it is.
1: Kyle, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. The, I'm so happy that you the, sanctioned that. That's
0: the one button on the soundboard I condone using.
1: What other sounds would make you happy? Because I'm here to I please.
0: Don't, I, I don't know.
1: Maybe we'll find some I, nice I, ones.
0: Yeah, I'd have to think about it.
1: For sure. What sounds just irritate you?
0: What sounds irritate me? A whole yeah. lot of them. Well, to people of them. talking, and I don't. Well, now you're putting me on spot, and I don't. I don't like it.
1: Okay, so the sound of my voice.
0: Well, yeah, that that's one. That's number one. And then, uh, the sound of my voice when I'm playing it back. Ooh, I'd that's have to agree with that one. So uh, this podcast is actually not for me at all.
1: Yeah, this podcast is, and it's my worst Considering,
0: Considering I hate both voices on it. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would listen to this garbage.
1: You know what? Ridiculous. I, I don't know either.
0: All right, well, that's our final episode. Bye,
1: everyone. <laughs> after due consideration both parties agreed that this was not a good idea yeah and that's the it's plot we kind of of looked story. at it and- boom cinema humor
0: you see that neil deGrasse tyson tweet where he's like actually it should be called divorce
1: story dude i stood up and applauded that's how laughed how hard i laughed at that it's how funny i found oh. it
0: I called him Neil D'Ass Tyson.
1: <laughs> Does he got that cake, boy?
0: Nah, because he sucks. That is true. That is true.
1: There yeah. are stories about him sucking. Mm.
0: Not, not great.
1: <laughs> not great, indeed. Now, in a fun pivot away um, from that subject, Kyle, um, what what movie would you say is your least favorite of all time? Least favorite.
0: Correct. Your least favorite movie. Of all time. Not even a movie where it's like so bad it's good.
1: Yeah, just like the movie was just just a pile of dog shit.
0: eh, Viscerally just disliked from the beginning to the end.
1: I mean, I know your hatred of Gotti. Well,
0: that's... That's like an art form. That is, everything was so poorly done in that movie that you can't help but just come back around to be like, hey, "This, this is good."
1: Almost like a uh, Scarface. If, if, if Scarface was mixed with the room, no, Good Goodfellas was mixed with the room.
0: Yeah, it's like someone, someone with the idea of, oh, Goodfellas is just about hanging out with your bros, hanging out with non-movie. the
1: boys,
0: but uh. No, that one that one is just like you sit back and watch it and you're like how how it's very entertaining to see how
1: but you're not so happy about it. Yeah, you're not happy
0: about it, but you don't you're not disgusted. Right. Fully with it. Um for me, I think like there are more recent movies, but I'd say Justice League. Okay. Really really bad and uh, the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean movie.
1: Ooh, I didn't those even the, see
0: that one. Those are the two that I can think of off the top of my head where I'm like, that fucking sucked. Awful.
1: Dude, I hated American Hustle. I did not see that. I saw it in theaters with my family, and maybe it's because I was 18 and didn't understand the uh, like uh, any of it. <laughs> um, but I was like, this movie makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, no, think the, for, my favorite me, part, my favorite part of that movie, is uh, Jennifer Lawrence calling a microwave the science oven. That shit is- rocked. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good.
1: It was very good, Kyle.
0: Yeah, but for me, with uh, Justice League, I just I watched it at work one day. I worked at a, a baseball camp over the summer where we did like literally nothing. Mm. So you could you could do whatever you want as long as you were paying attention. So I put a I put a movie on my on my phone. And I was like, I haven't seen Justice League yet. Let's watch Justice League.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had seen Batman versus Superman. I had seen Suicide Squad. And both of those movies also were not very good. Sure. But at least there were bits and pieces of them where I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Like just like nice little gems of decent filmmaking stuck between the dog shit. Uh this movie was just dog shit. Nothing at all even remotely redeemable about any of it. Everyone looked like they were having an awful time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: it's just really bad.
1: Dude, that makes sense, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, can I tell and you the Same re- sa- same thing about Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Uh-huh. That's it. Well, I I just remembered. I just had a Vietnam flashback to my least favorite movie, which is Down in Derby. Do you, do you, have, you heard, have you heard of this movie, Kyle? No, I've never heard of this well, movie. Well, I'm about to make your day so much worse, Kyle. Oh, no. So I, I'm going to the Wikipedia for it. because So, Down in Derby is a 2005 American comedy film directed by Eric Hendershot and starring Greg Germain, Lauren Holly, Adam Hicks, and Pat Morita. Oh, no. And it is about none other than the Boy Scouts Pinewood Derby Tournament and about a group of overzealous fathers who get too into it.
0: That sounds terrible.
1: Dude, it was dog shit.
0: Yeah, it sounds really bad.
1: I think it was... Was this Pat Morita's last movie? I think it might have been. He did a
0: bunch of very weird um, direct-to-DVD movies before he
1: died. This being one of them. Mm -hmm. It was... It, it, it is so bad that, like, when, like, we, we, my dad got the movie because, to watch it, like, with the Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and we were all like, yo, fuck this movie. This movie, this shit sucks.
0: Yeah, not great.
1: Not great at all.
0: Not I can't tell you one of my
1: favorite movies. What's one of your favorite movies? Okay, so, these movies don't get a lot of love. Kyle, or not not because they're bad, but because they're very indie. They're very independent movies. So, okay. do you know the name uh, Steve Odenkirk? I do. Creator of I'm Jimmy Neutron. Hmm. Well, he well he made a series of I can't I don't know if they're technically shorts or not, but they're about like half hour, forty minutes long, and they're parodies of popular motion pictures. Except they're starring thumbs.
0: Oh, I was talking about this at the movie theater.
1: I love these movies. Like they see like for those of you who don't know, they CGI eyes and mouths onto (laughs) the thumbs. It is so goddamn funny.
0: It is absolutely traumatizing.
1: But which ones have you seen? Because there are a bunch. Um, I've seen Thumb Wars. Thumb Wars is great. Thumb Wars, the Phantom Cuticle. Uh, Thumb Tannic is a classic. I
0: think those are the two.
1: Okay. Well, there's a bunch more. So there's the Bat Thumb. Oh, no. Which is so oh. goddamn funny.
0: That, ugh.
1: Um, it's, uh, there's Bat Thumb and then his sidekick, Blue Jay. Okay. Which is fun. And then uh, the villain is uh, a parody of Two Face called No Face, and it's just a thumb. <laughs> and Jesus. And then I think my favorite one though is, without a doubt, the Blair Thumb. Is Kyle, that that shit is so fucking funny that I we like me and my friends still quote it to this day.
0: The Blair Thumb.
1: Yeah. It is Sheesh. so good. Sheesh. Kyle, I cannot describe to you how insane this movie is, but it is perfect in its parody of the Blair Witch.
0: I mean, I haven't seen Blair Witch. So you'd have to, you know, kinda of tell me.
1: Well, I mean, even if you haven't seen Blair Witch, it's just really funny. Because it's like a parody of like the found. It's like I guess it's more of a direct parody of the found footage genre. Like, um, yeah. like uh, there's one scene where the one of the main character, I think her name is Tish or Trish or something. She's uh she's describing a gris grisly scene that was committed by the uh, the Blair Thumb, and she <laughs> she goes, and then hung up hung 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 from the limbs of the trees. There were ten men each man with the with their hand in the other man's pants and on this and on the ground were CDs of its reigning men. And it's it's just like batshit insane shit like that. That makes that movie so good. It's on YouTube right. I think.
0: It's on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out.
1: Maybe you'll check it out. Maybe on the next episode we'll talk about it, guy. Perhaps. Mayhaps. Mayhaps indeed. Kyle, we're, we're about thirty minutes in. So, do you want to go to the our only segment? Yeah, let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. Let's let's do it. Um, if for those of you who haven't listened to episode one, I implore you not to. <laughs> um, oh no, go listen to it. It's funny. Um, we have a segment where we look at Am I the asshole post from Reddit and decide if the OP is the asshole or not. Kyle, are you ready? Yep. Okay. Let's go. So I got a spicy one to start us off with. All right. Am I the asshole for not letting my sister babysit my daughter in her house because she lives in a polyam- uh, polyamory based love house? Ugh. <laughs> okay. I'll try oh, to explain no. things as best as I could, but apologies if I get some things wrong. I have a 4-year-old daughter who lives with me and my husband. My do- my sister, 33, lives with her her husband. We're in the same city about 40 minutes apart. I've been paying my sister to look after our daughter in the mornings and early afternoons as my sister is currently out of work. She's been coming to our house, but recently asked if my husband can just drop, uh, drop her daughter off at her place when he goes to work. This way, she could stay at home and not have to drive. I'm very hesitant. First of all, my sister and brother-in-law live in a special block of apartments that is like a membership club for people interested in polyamory. They have a very small apartment, but share, uh, shared mutual uh, communal spaces to congregate with the other residents. It is a real residential building, but a very sexually charged place. Literally called the City Love Community House, unofficially in our area. They have erotic art on the walls and costumes and things displayed in the communal areas. I know from my sister that they also host play parties, where essentially, which are essentially orgies uh, every now and then. These people in the building aren't exactly friends or long-term residents either. My sister says turnover is pretty high and people come in and out all the time. My so uh, so my sis and uh, Bill have special administrative duties that they perform in return for reduced rent, casual counseling, conflict resolution type things. Like imagine being an RA in college, I guess. As a result, I'm extremely uncomfortable with having my daughter there because I'm worried strangers will be fitting of, but will be flitting in and out of their place, or my daughter could be taken around the building with those people. I've told my sister my concerns and hesitance, and she's extremely offended saying I'm being judgmental of her lifestyle choice and that it's not a dangerous place for children as families are allowed to live there. I don't know. I could see this really blowing up or hurting our relationship, but I also don't want my daughter there. Am I the asshole? Edit. Okay, to everyone confused about the decor, the place is like a normal apartment building with gym, communal lounge spaces, cafe, etc., except they've redone the communal areas to kind of look like a themed boudoir. Heavy curtains, big couches... And yes, this, there is erotic art on the walls, mannequins, and a strip hole in the room. They host all kinds of workshops, mostly relationships-slash-sex-focused, on weekdays and possibly group sex activities on weekends. My sister says all of these are ticketed events that people need to pay for and reserve ahead of time. There's a bar, too, but they can't serve alcohol, so I think people bring their own. I visited before, and most of the building looks normal except for the communal lounges. It's uh, not like every hallway is decorated just like these communal lounges. Wow, that's a doozy. Am I right?
0: Yeah, that's a lot. It's like, uh, it's like asking if you can drop your kid off at the eyes wide shut party.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do what, what do you I think, mean, Kyle? Would you let your child stay like, there? Eh, probably not. Yeah, it's personal preference. Yeah, I mean, if as long do- as long as they were does staying seem within like the party, they apartment. have a lot of rules. Yeah, it does seem
0: like they have a lot of rules. And regulations, but like oh yeah,
1: in this in this complex, yeah, very true. I'm yeah. But, I mean, still though, the, it, with how open everything is, like yeah, I'm not a fan. I just think,
0: I just think, it's a personal preference. No bueno,
1: especially for a kid when the, when the place is focused that much on uh, being horny on Maine. If there's a kid mm-hmm. there, man, yeah, especially a kid that doesn't live there. Yeah, wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. So I think we can definitively say not the asshole. And it gets worse each time. Mm-hmm. All right, I got one. Okay, cool. All
0: right, this is, am I the asshole for leaving my girlfriend upstairs crying to play poker with the boys downstairs? <laughs> nice. Let's go. So a little bit ago, it was my birthday, and my girlfriend had planned out a whole thing for me. So the background was that I totally nailed her last birthday. We spent the whole day doing her favorite things, had dinner at her favorite restaurant, got a big dessert of her favorite cake, and went back to my place to find a huge surprise party. Gonna go ahead and congratulate myself again because I totally fucking nailed it for her. I knew that she would want to try to top it for my birthday, but I really didn't want it. I don't like making a big deal of my birthday, so just having a beer with my friends is good enough. I also don't want to be mean, but she's really not that great at planning things. Unfortunately, she still decided to plan something. The first part was great. We went out with some of our mutual friends, not my close friends, but good enough, to an escape room and had a great time. However, afterwards, she got real upset when they left and started crying. When I asked her why, it was because everyone had bailed on the second part of her plan, to go drinking on a raft in a nearby body of water. Now, I should say again that it's winter, and it was raining that day. The whole idea was pretty bad, and I didn't want to do it. Not that I said that, of course. When we, when we went back to my place where I found out that my closest friends had planned a poker night for me, my girlfriend tried arguing with them because she, quote, knows me better, but I really wanted to play poker with them. Apparently, she had known that they were planning this, and had tried to keep me away from my house because she wanted the day to be about us. I was kind of pissed, even though she had spent a lot of time planning things for me. We had to have fun at the escape room, so I comforted her for a bit and went downstairs to play poker for the rest of the night. Now she and her friends are angry with me because I abandoned her when she was upset. Am I the asshole? Edit, clearing some things up. That last bit in the paragraph about my girlfriend's birthday was a failed attempt at humor. Looks like it was a bit of hit or miss in the comments, but it was dumb of me to write that. My roommate left my friends in for poker. Big mystery solved. This happened around 10 p.m. as I stated in the comments. I tried to get my girlfriend to play poker with everyone, but she refused. And I guess I didn't say clearly, but I did talk about birthday plans for my girlfriend and asked that they be kept at a minimum.
1: Oh, so. I mean, so I think the, the the first line, the title of this post, makes it seem so much worse than it actually is.
0: Yeah, because that that's not great.
1: Yeah, like, oh, it's like, oh, I left my girlfriend upstairs to cry while I went and played poker with the boys. It's like, nah.
0: Although, to be but, fair, that is tenet number one of the Dudes Rock platform.
1: Oh, hell yeah, Kyle2035, boy. Mm-hmm. I'd vote.
0: But it... Does sound like she's really not great at planning.
1: Yeah, who wants to go drinking on a raft in Hell the middle yeah, of winter?
0: Yeah, it's it's winter, it's raining. Let's go get on a big plank and go out in the middle of body water and go drinking.
1: Yeah, that doesn't seem too uh, appealing to me. There's, There's a wants- difference
0: if it's like a boat in the summer on a lake, right? That would be awesome, but like everything about that said. Says- Red flag. Right. So, I would I would say that...
1: I also think uh, that... Uh, allow me to chime in for just a second. Um, she kept the poker plans a secret. That's also not a cool move. If the boys are trying to do something nice for their fellow boy... Mm-hmm. Like, there's a way to do both. Right. And, it, it, like, first off, all the friends left after the first part guy... That means that mm-hmm. plan's canceled. That and means then that- her
0: friends are also still mad at him. This one's the ones who also left.
1: Yeah, it seems it seems like like they're, they're if it plus all right. I'm under the firm belief that if it's someone's birthday, you do what they want to do. Yeah. So like,
0: I mean, you plan stuff for them, but if they they really prefer to do something else, you go do that.
1: Yeah. Like you got to be able to dodge and weave, and it's not a personal dig at you or personal dig at your planning abilities. It's just that you know sometimes you want to go pipe pro- poker with the boys, crack open a cold one, mm-hmm. and the, it's not like he didn't try to, or it's like he, it's not like he didn't try to include her on the poker. Right. right. He asked her if he wanted to play, which was very nice, very considerate, considering he didn't want to leave her out. She said no.
0: Yeah. So it wasn't, and then he also went and comforted her for a while instead of being like, "Well, later, bitch." Oh, I yeah. Played poker. Yeah. So I, I would, and it's still on the bit of a line for me, but I'd say not an asshole, dude. Two consecutive. Not the
1: asshole. That's honestly incredible for us. Yeah. Go us. Um, <laughs> go team. Am I right, ladies? Um. Yeah. I, 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 I think that. Uh, if it's someone's birthday, you do what they want to do. Plus, you tried to keep the poker thing a secret, or like keep it away from him, so that they could go do the stupid drinking on a raft thing. Yeah, like because mm-hmm. like I I know for my birthdays, what I like is to like, you know, do something with uh with uh family during the day. So then at night, I can go do what I want to do. Like I can go out with the lads. Yeah, yeah. So it would be fun. Yeah, so I think I got I, I think I got another fun and spicy one. All right, would I be is we got a fun? Would I be the asshole? So there's not a clear uh no no action taken yet. So would I be the asshole if I asked my five five fiance to wear quote man heels to our wedding? Mm. Hi on mobile, sorry. Little bit of context. So me twenty four female and my now fiance twenty five male have been together for three years. I'm 5'3", and he's about five five and a half. Since, we, since we're both short, height has never been an issue for us. When I wear my usual heels, we're about the same, if maybe an inch or so taller. Onto the issue, as a bridal gift, my, my grandma gave me these absolutely beautiful Jimmy Choo heels to wear to my wedding. I love them, and they're definitely not something I'd be able to afford for myself, so they're a true luxury for me. The only problem is is that they'd make me about 3-4 to four inches taller than my fiancé. I know it wouldn't matter to a lot of people, but I can already hear all the annoying comments people making about me being taller than him. When we first started dating, a lot of people would say things like, Oh my god, I couldn't imagine dating someone under 6 foot. You guys are like the same size. Plus how potentially awkward the photos could look if I'm towering over him. I'm thinking about asking him to wear platform dress shoes or these inserts for his shoes to make him look taller. But I'm worried that he might be offended or feel like I don't like uh, like him for him. But I'm also afraid I don't wear the shoes. Uh, I'm also afraid if I don't wear the shoes, it might hurt my grandma's feelings. I'm the first granddaughter to get married, and this wedding is a huge deal for me. My fiance is very comfortable and confident with himself and his height, uh, and his height now. But I know he was made fun of for it in the past, and I'd hate to be the person. Uh, those reasons, uh, those feelings come back for. So would I be the asshole if I ask? Edit. I'm not saying I want to demand for him to wear the boots, the boosts. I was just scared that even bringing it up would, uh, could hurt his confidence. Also, also he if he were to wear them, it would only, uh, it would only be when I wear the heels. So, ceremony slash pictures. And the heels are about five inches. I don't know where you guys are getting seven inches from, so I guess people in the comments were assuming some size. Uh, uh, this one's a little rough. Okay, so
0: as as a tall person, I really can't empathize empathize with this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're what,
0: like 6'2"? 6'2". Oh, shit! That was a good good guess. Yeah, Yeah, good guess on your part. It's almost like you've known me for a few years.
1: Yeah, but I'm bad with numbers and guessing heights, dog. Yeah, fair. How tall do you think I am?
0: I'd say 5'7", 5'8".
1: Fuck you, I'm 5'9". I was close. Damn, anyone. I can get your height down to the exact inch, and you and and you disrespect me like that. Well, as a short king, yeah. I think I have um, uh, enough credence to uh, speak to this issue. Okay. Uh I kind of think it's a speak shitty. Speak on it. I think I think it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, because like, I mean, she is asking her husband or her fiance to. You know, wear something that he may not be comfortable doing. You know? Yeah.
0: Like especially I think if you, you should have... was that? I think they should talk about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly float the idea, but don't be upset when he, if he gets upset. Yeah, and don't make him. Yeah, plus there are fucking ways to stage photos so that you can look taller than him.
0: Yeah, it's like, called
1: Photoshop. Photoshop? It's called I'm, it. I mean... When it's my, called a
0: soapbox.
1: Exactly. When my parents got married, uh my mom was wearing heels and my dad was shorter uh than her with heels on and he just stood on a rock. Yeah. It's a fucking I mean, I simple think, fix, guy. Yeah. I don't think
0: it's a huge deal, but I think it, it doesn't have to be something to be made a huge deal.
1: No, absolutely But not.
0: also, like, if he is... If those are her grandmother's like, heels, so that's what her grandmother got her.
1: She can still wear the I get heels.
0: The... Yeah, I got it.
1: Yeah. Like, it, or... Yeah. Uh, she can wear the heels regardless of whether or not he wears the platforms. That's true. Like, it, it's not... The two aren't mutually exclusive, you know? It's just, and then she has sure. to... They have to put in the work to, um, uh, you know, stage the photos so that he looks taller, if that's something she's very concerned with. Fair, fair. So, what would you say, Kyle? Asshole or not the asshole? Uh, uh. Well, I would. Hmm. I. You know what I'll do. This I'll, is, I'll this play is both one. at the same time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Because it's split down the middle. I I think think it's not a big deal, but it can be blown way out of proportion if she plays her cards wrong. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. All right. I got one more here. Ooh. And it's another would I be the asshole.
1: Fun, 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 fun. All
0: right. You ready? Oh, I'm ready, Freddie. All right. Would I be the asshole for asking my employees to dress appropriately around company equipment is from Mr. Manager. Let's get to the point. I'm the CEO of a small technology startup. Think less than 50 employees. We give each employee a laptop on which they can do programming work. I try to be a reasonable guy and let people work from home if they're more comfortable, but because every company I've started has had, quote, mysterious equipment disappearances, I've installed software on each computer for monitoring, Each employee was informed of the full nature of the monitoring and their employee contract. Occasionally, as is my right, I'll log into the monitoring software website to monitor the status of the equipment that I paid for. What do I find? People watching TV or slacking off instead of working. Fine, whatever. But very occasionally, I'll see people who are on their company computers while not fully dressed. I'm not an old school guy, but I'm flustered by the fact that people can't seem to manage to even dress themselves before starting work. Even my seven-year-old knows how to get fully dressed in the morning before school. Why can't these people? I told my CTO, enough is enough, and I want to send out an email reminding everyone about our already very lax and permissive dress code. Jeans, sweatpants, t-shirts, that's all good by me as long as you're fully dressed while working. Instead of having my back, my CTO, who I've known for ten years, popped a few blood vessels yelling at me not to send the email and not to ever mention this again to anyone. I don't think I'm asking too much, but would I be the asshole if I send out that email?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah,
0: that's a a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, there are other ways to track uh, usage on a company computer and not hack into their cameras. Yeah, not great. Wow.
0: Each employee was informed of the full nature of the monitoring in their employee contract. So it was in fine print.
1: No one fucking reads that.
0: Yeah, it was in fine print, and they signed it, and it's like, oh, well, I guess you agreed.
1: Yeah, that's not... That's not cash That's money. more of
0: a that's more of a legal argument,
1: I would assume. Yeah, more of a legal argument, but also they're in their house, guy. Just be happy they aren't yeah. stealing the computers. Right. Like like I worked from home uh, a couple uh, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and I was wearing sweatpants and a nice t- uh, not not a nice t-shirt, but you know, just like a, a, like a mm-hmm. plain black t-shirt. But if I wanted to do my work without a shirt on, by god, that's my right. In my house,
0: yeah, Uh, I only exclusively work naked. Ooh, that's fun. Whether I'm working from home or working on a job, I always come in completely
1: nude. Dude, even this guy's kid knows knows not to do that. Yeah, that's that's another funny
0: point. Yeah, if I can tell my dumbass kid to put on some clothes, I can tell my simp employees.
1: Well, that's like, dude, like that kid's going to school. That kid's going to public. These people are staying within the confines of their own house. Do what they they can dress how they please without, like, this guy has seen his employees naked. That's fucking sauce.
0: Yeah. Well, we don't know if they're naked, but
1: he says half clothed. Oh well. Right.
0: Also, a CEO of a small tech startup automatically means uh, guillotine.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, sorry to our uh you slash the manager right is that what it is
0: mr manager but with two e's
1: mr. so manager sorry at uh you slash mr manager but you will be sent to the guillotine uh not only for your crimes against the working class but also for peeping on the middle class guy that's not cool
0: I sentence you to gulag
1: <laughs> viva la resistance am I right Kyle
0: yeah so this is a pretty much a no-brainer. You are a mega-ass.
1: Well, let's see if I... Uh, I'm going to turn up the volume a little bit. So we're going to go... Plus, if this guy gets into the gulag... God, ass.
0: I will uh earn a special gulag.
1: All right, next episode, I think we found it. I think with the next sound drop is going to be off to the gulag. 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 That's a fun word to say, dude. Yeah, gulag. We should take a trip to a gulag and like stay there forever. Forever.
0: Let's do it, yeah. Let's be cl- let's let's be class traders and go to the gulag,
1: <laughs> dude. I sent out this tweet the other day, and I hold true to it. I, I hold I stand by it. If you go to Starbucks over Dunkin' Donuts, you're a class trader.
0: Yeah, that's pretty true.
1: Cause like my guy, Dunkin' Dunkin' is for the working people, man.
0: And Duncan is is better.
1: Duncan is so
0: much better. I mean,
1: a frozen coffee I'll, I'll from like Duncan me. just tickles the tongue.
0: I like me a good Starbucks now and then, but it's always going to be Duncan
1: for sure. If I was given the choice between Dunk Duncan and Starbucks, you know, you you know, I'm going with my boy Dunk.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right, brother.
1: That's right. Speak brother. Speak on it, dude. I will yes. go off. Speak on it. Go off, Queen.
0: Go off.
1: Kyle, when was the last time you properly got gone off on somebody?
0: I don't remember.
1: Like I said, air your grievances publicly.
0: I I mean I really don't
1: That's fair. Um What about you? When was the last time I got, I truly went off on somebody? Um I don't know. My dog ate poop the other day, so I had to go off on him on that. Let him know that that wasn't tight. That, 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 that gets a bad Gordy from me. My dog's name is yeah. Gordy.
0: Gordy is the asshole.
1: You're the asshole. Sorry, Gordy. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I, was, right, I was. wielded the power of the soundboard, and that power will never be stripped away.
0: Unless I come down and steal it.
1: That is true, which I will be very upset if you do. All the yeah, more reason well, for you to do it.
0: That's very true. What do you think? Is it time to wrap it up?
1: I think so. We're at 54 minutes. All right.
0: Well, thank you for joining us for yet another episode of this God Forsaken Podcast.
1: It truly is terrible.
0: Keep coming back every week, and hopefully soon we'll be getting some pretty cool guests. We got one or two already lined up. Hopefully, so uh, hopefully get re- get ready for that.
1: Yeah, get ready for one more po- person to jo- join in on this godforsaken shit show.
0: That's right. Well, uh, until next time, bye everyone.
1: Hey, bye bye.